Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Daniel. And I'm Will. We've got a rapid-fire question episode this week, and a very special episode. Daniel and I are trying video podcast recording. Not that you can see the video, just that we're recording it while we're looking at each other, which is new for us. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Yeah, it's new. It's fun. I can't wait to see you and your grimaces when you're trying to think of the things. It's going to be a good one. Uh, yeah, that's basically, you're going to see, I'm going to see a lot of you doing hand talking, and you're going to see a lot of me doing uh, eyebrow furrowing. <laughs> Perfect. That's just like the way we are. Maybe even furling. I think I screwed that word up before, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Before we get into rapid fire, I do have a very short mini game that we can play if you are so interested. Oh, and surprise, I do love mini games. So it's pretty simple. Um, I'm actually, since we're on the video, I can even paste the questions in the chat since it will help. Um, this mini game is just called the answer is in the question. So basically there's a question. I will send it to you. I will read it out loud, obviously, and you will find the answer within the question. So in what 1990s TV series does Michael Chiklis play Tony Scali, a former NYPD detective who is now the commissioner of police in the small New York suburb of Eastbridge? I was never much of a police drama, cop drama series person, but my parents were, and they used to watch a show called NYPD Blue. Is that what we're looking for? This is not NYPD no! Blue. This is The Commish. Oh, I never <laughs> even heard of that one. Yeah, Michael Chiklis played in The Commission. I think he played in The Shield also. Uh, so those are his two big shows from the 90s there. Question number two for you. The LA branch of the International Animated Film Association presents which annual awards in the field of animation in cinema and television? Oh, man. If you didn't give me the category, it would have made it easier. I would have just guessed based on some knowledge. Now I'm just looking in these questions for the answer. (laughs) The LA branch of the International Animated Film Association presents which annual awards in the field of animation? Are they just like the animes? Very close. The animas. The, field... <laughs> the Annie Awards. Oh, Animation. Okay. Annie Awards. Just Too like uh, the Off Broadway Awards are the Obies. The Offies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, just a quick and easy one for you. What TV series premiered in 2015 and focuses on the emergency department at the Gaffney Chicago Medical Center? Among the main actors in this series are Nick Gaifless, Yaya DaCosta, and Tori DeVito. Okay, so for some reason, a lot of like medical and like Chicago Fire, like they're all all in Chicago, all of these EMS Mm -hmm. shows. Emergency department... At the Gaffney Chicago Medical Center. Is it called Chicago Medical? You're so close every time. <laughs> Chicago Med. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's just so funny, like, showing you the questions and being on this side. Like, it's so obvious. It's Chicago Med. It's the Annie Awards. Yeah, it just shows that I don't watch. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, for some reason, there's a heavy bend toward uh, TV and movies. But no, yeah, that's all right. so that was a nice little warm up. You got all the bad out, so let's get in the good. Yeah, that's true. Maybe <laughs> I'll get 10 out of 10 in the RFQs because I got nothing in our specialty mini game. <laughs> all right. Uh, so to cleanse the palate, why don't I ask you 10 questions to start? 
I'm going to ask you 10 rapid fire questions at 10 seconds each is a hundred seconds, but that doesn't make any sense. So we add five and make it one minute and 45. If memory <laughs> serves me, uh, as Which makes usual, way more sense. So. Yeah. As usual, even though we're doing a video podcast, I didn't set up my timer <laughs> and I am now ready to start. And I'm also ready to start. Somebody is going to hit a gong. And we will be on our way in three, two, one. What is the typical measurement for a horse race distance? One is equal to an eighth of a mile. Furlough? A furlong. Oh, shoot. Madame X and Dr. Pozzi are two famous paintings by what American expatriate artist? Uh, John Singer Sargent. Correct. What word describes a metal that was shaped by being beaten or hammered and comes from an archaic past tense for the word work? Rot. Correct. Yes. Karen O oh is a front woman for what American indie rock band with a triplicative name that released their fifth studio album, Cool It Down, in 2022? We were just talking about this. Gimme, uh, gimme, gimme. Yeah, yeah, yes. Ah, yeah. Officers of the Metropolitan London Police are often referred to as what nickname after the founder of the force? No clue, pass. Bobby's. Air Lingus is the national airline of what nation? Um, let's go with Lithuania. Ireland. <laughs> How long does each round of an Olympic boxing match last? Two minutes? Three minutes. Damn it. Part of the seven ancient wonders, the mausoleum that was located in present-day Bodrum, Turkey, was found in what ancient Greek city? Halicarnassus. Correct. If my pet goat weighs three stone... How much does she weigh in pounds? 42. Correct. <laughs> and finally, with lots of time to spare, the first patent ever issued in the USA was for a process to produce what fertilizer? This product is one of Canada's largest exports by volume. Oh, uh, so I've got some time. So what, what fertilizer? Uh, well... Like the Fritz Haber process in ammonia? Potash is the Potash. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So that was uh, excellent. We, yeah, you were, I was done reading by a minute 30, so you had plenty of time. I will take two seconds here and tally up your score. All right, Daniel, I've got your tally here. How many do you think you got? Felt like a five? I think you got four. And oh. although we could make it a five, you said a furlough. And a furlough is like when government employees take a temporary break or something like that. A furlong yeah. is an eighth of a mile. Yeah, I definitely thought of furlong and I thought I had it in the bag. And then all of a sudden out came the word for taking a temporary leave. <laughs> yeah, so you're just a little bit fur short on that one. That's right. <laughs> um, John Singer, what can you tell me about John Singer Sargent? Actually, I did a brief study on John Singer Sargent just a few months ago, so I know very well the portrait of Madame X. Uh, I think it's she's in a black dress and a green background or something like that. Um, there's this wonderful story, um, or this wonderful painting. Uh, there's two. I'll, I'll mention them both. One is called El Haleo, because I speak Spanish and you speak Spanish. That means the ruckus or the chaos or the noise, boisterousness of it all. Anyways, it's this giant painting. I think it's eight feet by six feet or something of this uh, female dancer. Uh, and the second one, which is even more interesting, is, uh, I don't know where it is, but there's a picture called, 
I think it's, or the painting, and I think it's called The Daughters of Edward Darley Boyt. Not like people knows what this painting is, I just happen to know it. And it's four children, it's Edward Darley Boyt's four daughters. And in the painting, there is two vases from the Ming Dynasty. And the painting is displayed, it might be at the Tate Modern, or I don't know. The painting is displayed, and they found the two vases that were featured in the painting of Edward Darley Boyd's home, and it also is on either side of the painting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very I interesting. I like John Singer Sargent. <laughs> no, that's great. I, and you'll, if you follow my favorite art YouTuber, Great Art Explained in 15 Minutes, he recently did a study on John Singer Sargent, and that's how I figured out who he was. That's right. Yeah, famous portraitist. I was very, very excited to ask you about rot, as in wrought iron, and I don't know that you would have particularly known the definition, but you probably worked it out from the archaic past tense for the word work. Yeah, you definitely led me there. Um, I had three candidates. It was rot, which was the most logical, ingot, which was just another word in the mining, smelting, processing space, and dross. And I figured it wasn't ingot or dross, and well, so I had to I had to well go with rot. Figured, well figured, yeah. <laughs> rot, I guess, uh, like when the metal is worked by being beaten. An ingot is just a noun for like a block of metal that's produced at a foundry, yeah. and uh, dross is like a waste product after metal is processed. It's mm. one of the types of waste. Interesting. Okay, just cool. pull that out of the top of my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, Queensland. Uh, sorry. Uh, the oh, I'll just give you a bit of the answer there, but uh, I was going to ask you about the national airline of Australia, Qantas or Qantas, Qantas, yeah, Qantas. Yeah, yeah. uh, and so, what does Air- that stand for? Uh, Queensland Australia National something Air Service, Queensland and Northern Territorial oh, okay. Aerial Service. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I thought you'd, uh, I thought asking about my fictional pet goat might throw you off, but you still did the math in time, so that's good. <laughs> Um, uh, all right let me try and uh secure this victory after a four out of ten from you thanks so i think it's a tough set i'm looking at it now so let's just go for it let's just put a minute 45 on the clock let's just see whether you're ready i'm ready to start you're ready to start i'm ready to start so i guess we should start in three two one what two-word term denotes the combined visual information from two eyes Binary view. Stereoscopic vision. (laughs) The title of what song by rap rock band Crazy Town might be scientifically called Lepidodiptera? Butterfly. That's right. Sortilege is a popular Canadian liqueur of what flavor? Aniseed. Maple syrup. Mm, Interesting. When she won an Academy Award in 2007 for her role in the movie La Vie en Rose, Marion Cotillard was portraying what French singer? Uh, Beyoncé. <laughs> Edith Piaf. Um, <laughs> the Eastern Ghats, the Deccan Plateau, and the Western Ghats are all geographical features of what country? Australia. India. In 1925, who passed a law making him no longer responsible to Italy's parliament and stylized himself as Duce, meaning Duke? Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> Rip. Uh, Mussolini. Uh, Jason I didn't Belmont. hear the year. <laughs> 1925, yeah, so, so not him. Uh, Jason Belmont, Earl Anthony, and Walter Ray Williams Jr. are big names in what sport? Boxing. Bowling. Mm. The process of the changing character of a neighborhood through an increase in more affluent businesses and residents is known by what word? Gentrification. 
That's right, from the Sanskrit word meaning an action and its consequences, what Indian religious term refers to how the consequences of an individual's actions affect that individual? Chakra. Karma. And finally, <laughs> what title is given to a female autocratic ruler or monarch of Bulgaria, Serbia, or Russia? Catherine was one of these? I think so. There's a specific name if the ruler is a woman? Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to go with <laughs> the great. So a male uh, autocratic ruler of, the, of this monarch is a Tsar or a Tsar. So these are Tsarinas or Tsaritsas. Tsarina, Tsaritsa. That uh, was a tough set. It's like that you had two set. sets of questions written and then depending on your score, you chose which one to give me. <laughs> <laughs> give me a sec to tell these ones up. Okay, Will, the score is in, and I'm sorry to say that you did not defeat me in this rapid-fire portion. Um, Sad. What do you think you got? Two. That's right. Yeah, it felt like a two. It's a two. It's a two-day. Um, that's okay, at least we both uh, performed equally poorly, and that's kind of the best-case scenario, I think. Yeah, I'm going to give myself the uh, the personal point for Mussolini, because had I heard 1925, <laughs> I would have got there. I just, like, kind of zoned out and... Oh, I got cool. lost in I your saw, eyes because I was watching your it's, video. It's, I was about to say, I could see you hanging your head in what must have been shame. <laughs> like, oh, how did I not know bowling? Or how did I not get India? Or no, whatever. bowling. Had you said um, Weber as a name, I would have gone with bowling because I think the Weber Cup is named after him and he's one of the more famous bowlers of all time. But um, I can tell you a little bit about bowling, actually. Sure. Um, so Jason Belmont was one of the first professional bowlers to employ the two-handed delivery style. You know, the kind of the granny, shot. granny toss. Yeah. <laughs> um, Earl Anthony is the first bowler to earn $100,000 in a season and the first person to reach $1 million in lifetime bowling earnings. What a pretty good. What pretty a legend. Good. And this other person, Walter Ray Williams Jr., has the all time record for career titles with 47 and, and earnings. So, record for career titles with 47, and he's earned nearly $5 million from bowling. And he's also a nine time world champion in horseshoes, three junior titles, and six men's. That is. He can do it all. Yeah, really, what an athlete. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, it doesn't, like, lifetime earnings of $5 million. Like, surely bowling is more of a challenge and would deserve more money, I would expect. Um... Like, how much do the darts guys make? Uh, probably not that much, and I don't think sports pay out based on how difficult the thing is to do. It's based on how much money the sport in general earns and brings in. So we need to bring all of our friends to all the local bowling things, and then we build up the bowling space, the bowling kind of community. You know me. I love bowling, so I'm, I'm okay with doing that. And I also just hung a dartboard here in my office, so... Oh my god, yeah, we could do the... All the, the games We just need someone with a pool table and a horseshoes thing, and... God, we've got it all. We've got all the games of skill. Yeah. Well, that was fun, although 6 of 20 plus my 0 for 4, a 6 of 24, we were 25% in answering questions today, so not our finest work, but hopefully the crowd found it entertaining nonetheless. Yeah, there's lots to learn. Like, if you uh, don't know the Eastern Ghats and the Western Ghats, you gotta look it up. It's in India, it's the little corner piece that's in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, as there was a lot of warfare in that area, historically speaking, that's actually where the Gatling gun came from. Yeah, that must be true, and, just uh, based on how you said it with so much confidence. Uh. Yeah, and uh, that was a lie. <laughs> Congratulations on your win. Uh, not well deserved, but uh, can't wait for next week. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week for more trivia. If you've got any comments, questions, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, or ideas for mini games that we can play, we can be reached at 2 at gmail.com. 
That's to the number two DDT podcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.